0: Welcome back to the With Joey B podcast. I wanted to reflect today, I guess at the the apex right in our little journey here together, and the significance of this time. It's one of the last episodes for season one of the podcast. I'll talk a bit more about that in the next episode and what the future is. Um, but this this reflection today, um, a bit more on my journey specifically, um, certainly hits home for now. And I've just published this blog post. Uh, I'll talk about the name of it in the end and obviously I'll always as always link it in the in the show notes there's a bit of a reflection <laughs> on on my journey as I remember and I remember this as I think when I would have been about 18 I read a, a Richard Branson book that my dad had in his cupboard I remember reading about this thing called entrepreneurship and thinking it was something for someone like Richard Branson it was just really interesting um, but I didn't quite think about how that sort of pathway might relate to me. And I remember as well, another moment I had when I was studying psychology, even though I wanted to be a filmmaker, learning about some of the cool things in psychology, like consumer psychology or abnormal and um, treating people, et cetera. And thinking about how cool a lot of these things were, about how I couldn't really go down these paths because I was really committed to being a filmmaker. I thought career paths were mutually exclusive. Like you had to choose one narrow path and that's all you could go down. And it's funny because I don't really think that anymore. You know, things have changed a lot. Now, in this podcast, I always talk about the thousand doors, right? And the thousand doors is the non-linearity of which an amazing life uh, really lies, uh, are built on top of. Um, My first door, for example, was very random. Right. And that's when I say the first door, it's this thing that started this amazing, unexpected, compounding journey, ever improving at an improving rate journey I feel like I've been having through life. By whose standards? Only my own, which is which is super important. And that first door was when I've talked about it before, my good friend Nick Abraham. I didn't know him that much at the time, but he started doing this work in Nepal. And I just got involved. I saw what he was doing and I wanted to help. And I didn't think much of it at the time. I didn't think it would be a long-term thing. But little did I know what, what door I was opening and where that, would, where that would be leading me. And then what other doors would be lying behind that. Nick was first called to Nepal um, by an earthquake. An earthquake that forced the people he was working with in Darwin, in Australia, in a pub who are Nepalese to encourage him to go over and help given he had carpentry skills. So whilst it began with an earthquake... Nick, landing in Nepal, sent a shift throughout the world and launched a series of events across, you might say, a form of tectonic plates, having a massive ripple effect. And it's impacted, obviously, my life, but in small and big ways, the lives of certainly anyone connected to me and connected to Nick. It's rippled through my friendship circles, uh, through family, and then anyone I've kind of interacted with particularly in the last year or so i would say so it's amazing to see how these things happen and what source and what event and what simple things they can um, emanate out from so nepal taught me an incredible much that experience taught me so much about different people different cultures different value sets uh, international development um, my own self-awareness of course life business, entrepreneurship, creativity and so much more and it's almost impossible to summarise and even identify all all the ways I profited from that experience um, at, a, at a very young age at a crucial point in time as well before I'd really consolidated my views and ideas about the world which they say after the age of 25 become a lot more locked in so certainly a very crucial time and how that has that how that has then shifted the direction i've been taking uh, in life it's very powerful because especially above and beyond everything else the level of self-awareness i gained from that experience i can't imagine how i would have uh, discovered that in any other way i also met incredible people who then furthered my learning through that experience and a lot of them have remained very significant people in my life and in the present day, they've helped me overcome major, not just project or li- or, or business uh, hurdles, but life hurdles and real, I guess, internal crises, internal crises, almost uh, crises, sorry, not crises. So it's always fascinating to see how the journey has kind of unfolded. Now, I only got involved in starting a real estate business, ironically, because of, the work I was doing with the nonprofit. It was just, I was starting to think that entrepreneurship could be this thing I tried on for size. And that's how nonprofit work actually kind of delivered me into real estate work. Again, the thousand doors, the non-linearity, it doesn't make sense. It's not a prescribed step-by-step process. And real estate, I didn't really have much experience in. And I soon found myself running the business on my own, which was also unexpected. And so in an attempt to survive, And to stand out in a crowded industry, I began this process of aggressive self-directed learning of just consuming podcast after podcast. And on the real estate journey, I dived into obviously first of all real estate podcasts, which uh, led to amongst many things me discovering. I remember very specifically a guy called Dan Wood, who's an American real estate coach who was very digital and tech savvy, very innovative. And I learned about all these cool technology tools I could use on the internet to outsource and and automate a lot of the real estate work that I was doing. But that just helped me understand outsourcing and automation in general. That became something that was useful above and beyond real estate. And that's just one example of what I gained out of the real estate experience. At the same time, I started deep diving into a lot of podcasts like the Tim Ferriss podcast, which were about uh, creative process, writing process, uh, business and entrepreneurship, and again, life and, and mindset, as well. And these are things that encouraged me to learn more and even more. And because I because I needed to. But because I was learning these things, I gained even more awareness and maybe more um, more skills and abilities and um, and mental models, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then when COVID nineteen came. And it, it forced me to reflect on where my journey was going. It kind of made me decide I wanted to open a different door at that point and concentrate more on all the education stuff, which has resulted into it resulted in a lot of the blog and podcasting work you might have seen, the the book, Eighteen and Lost, and a whole batch of ideas and the Constant Student, which is coming up. So it's amazing to see how all these random doors Connect to one another. The point of all this is that at each stage of my journey, and particularly with with friends, probably Scott most specifically, Scott McEwan, I talk about a lot. It's always been this reflection on why, why us, and again, it's a it's a th- it's a thriving, exciting journey by our own standards. It's so not to say specifically what we've done or what I've done is what everyone should be doing or what everyone should aspire to be doing. That's certainly not the point. Pardon me, I might sneeze. Hmm. The point is discovering what you ought to be doing and opening your own set of random doors. I guess when I reflect on it, I feel like I have less stress than all the friends I know now who are doing their own different things. But I feel like I have more flexibility. And I feel like the journey is a bit more exciting. It's a huge generalization. I don't assume to know everyone's uh, individual circumstances. But I also don't believe that many of the people I know are really tapping their potential, the way that they could serve themselves and others. And it's always really interesting to see. The compounding life compounds in almost every worthwhile direction and means of return. Right? You tend you tend to learn more, you meet cooler people who help you learn more. You get wiser and you get better probably at all the elements of life, like relationships and, and financially and opportunities and again learning and when I talk about the compounding journey, it's it's a it's a curve up and up and up and up and it creases at an increasing rate. And it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer, the whole compounding return. So the question always is, why isn't everyone why doesn't everyone seem, from where I'm standing, to be living that way? And how could they be helped to get on that journey? The thousand doors and there's probably a couple of reasons and i think a key one is not being able to recognize it again harry potter living in uh, the the cupboard under the stairs doesn't recognize he's a wizard and decides to go to hogwarts he has to be called. Uh, you know in, in in narnia in uh the line which in the wardrobe the children that you know that well, lucy i think it is first discovers the wardrobe and the first door by accident which is what happened to me so controlled luck and randomness is certainly part of the tale. But it's not just blind luck. Now, there's a quote, and I've put in the blog post here, from uh, Alex Benign's book, The Third Door. i just find it. Yeah, from a, from a Microsoft executive he befriended and interviewed called Kilu. And I think this unpacks everything you need to know about luck. Luck is like a bus, he told me. If you miss one, there's always the next one. But if you're not prepared, you won't be able to jump on. Now that's how I think about luck and the gift of randomness in the doors, is that you can't catch the bus when you're sitting in your home, hiding from the world. You need to come down to the bus stop. And then I guess once you've caught buses for a while, you might know where the good bus routes are and where you should be positioned when those buses come along. And then all you need is the criteria for when you get on and get off the bus. And this is just a parallel analogy to the thousand doors that I rest on so heavily in this work. It's just that so often you won't recognize the first door because it's hidden in a wardrobe but behind that door lies fucking narnia lies this magical world that is just a step away from the world you're living in now and it's not this big leap it's not leaping from where you are now to being richard branson or shakespeare or any creative or entrepreneur or big thinker or revolutionary it's just that you haven't taken the first door that inevitably leads there with a thousand dollar journey So, my question to you today is where is your controlled luck and where is your randomness? And this is my challenge to the way we think about learning and education. Because the thousand doors is not aided by, uh, you know, studying math and science. These things have their value um, in, in very different ways. But the journeying, the journeying, is very much directed by controlled luck and randomness and understanding how to be positioned. I believe I've developed incredible skills and abilities over the last couple of years, especially the last five years of this crazy journey I feel like I've been on. And a lot of that has been, the seed of that has been planted by luck and randomness, getting to meet certain people because of uh, this project I, I took up to fill the time. So, that's what sets you on the journey. But obviously, as you learn and you journey on, you get more experiences and failures and meet more people and etc. Then, you can keep compounding. There's very little that will stop you compounding except for dropping the momentum, I guess. And then, that's what I was reflecting on in the blog post today and that's what I've been reflecting on in life. So, I reflect on this as the ideal to strive for in my mind is is that of being what I would call the constant student. So I wrote a bit about that, just reflecting on what that is. And why the student? Well, the student is always learning and is never the master. The student has a ceiling on where their ego can go. Unlike the teacher, the expert, or the master, the student is never held back by thinking they know it all. They wisely remember at at all times how little they know and for this reason they remain open-minded. They see the exciting journey to be had and the opportunities to be taken up. They notice the thousand doors. They live the compounding life and see greater returns on their time without necessarily working harder or taking on more stress. They never need to know the most. They never need to be right for the sake of being right. Instead, they look for the right way, which is the way that is most fun most meaningful, and most dedicated in its service to others. They don't seek money. They don't seek fame. They don't seek glory. Their currency is learning. Because if they have the right learning, everything else will fall into place. The relationships, the money, the impact. Their only enemy is indifference. Specifically, indifference to learning. The constant student asks the right question, which is not what to learn or even how to learn, but first, why to learn. And their answer, because your learning is your journey. Your journey is your life. And so your life is your learning. How you can be the constant student. For this reason, we named our new community that we're starting after the book 18 and lost, the constant student community, and plan to fill it with people who resonate with this ideal of lifelong, humble learning. Our mission is to reduce the excuses and the barriers. And the excuses are, I don't know how. As in, you don't know how to embrace the thousand doors. You don't know how to control luck and randomness. I don't have time to source new opportunities. I work full time, I'm paying a mortgage. I'm too busy with study. uh, I don't have time to put myself at the bus stop. I can't afford to open the first door. I can't afford to do my own startup. I can't afford um, university or college or study. I can't afford to take time off. I'm not aware of where this first door is. I wouldn't know where to start. How do I go find new opportunities I don't want to open the first door the idea of being in Narnia is not one that I like this community fits into your full-time life it is affordable for most and in our marketing it will be our duty to make you aware of it its purpose is to set you on the path of the thousand doors to fit easily into your schedule even if you're working full-time and even if you're you can't afford um maybe the entry points to other interesting opportunities and journeys our hope is that we can hopefully squeeze it into your life so all that is left now between you and your compounding life your thousand dollars journey are these four words i don't want to So if you want to join the Constant Student community or just learn more about it, you can do that in your own time. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's www.constantstudent.com.au. That's the URL for now. And I guess my challenge to you is to avoid at all costs indifference to learning and closed-mindedness. Because you're doing something now with your life. You're maybe studying, you're working full-time, maybe you've started a business, maybe you're working on a podcast, I wouldn't even know. And it's always hard to assume, and I never assume myself, that I figured it all out. Because we only have one life. And it would be quite a shame to have gone deep into our journey and realized that there was another path we should have taken, or a door we should have at least checked and glanced into. So our hope is to provide um Plenty of new things you can learn and experience and projects you can do and ideas you can try in a in the community like The Constant Student. And I unashamedly promote it because I believe in it so much. I'm not just doing this to fill my time or as a hobby. Um, for me, this is the gap I see in the world right now. So I unashamedly sell it to you with no reservation. And have a look at it. Um, inquire for more information if you need and if it's not for you that's fine but I want to ask you what you are doing about your learning journey because that is the ultimate purpose this is the time to reflect on where you're going and how you plan on getting there and no one can teach you what lies behind the doors in your life so how are you going to open the first one and the second one Remember always, of course, that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. This has been the With Joe Eby podcast, and we'll see you again tomorrow.